What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Man in the Arena podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about a very important topic to me. I'll be talking about critics. So you can take critics any way you you want to think about them, and you can use the term critic in any sense that you want, whether it be in your daily life outside of sports or your life inside of sports. I'll talk about where I experience critics the most, which is inside my sport while I'm playing the game or while I'm watching the game. And I'll go on to talk about why they do what they do. And I'll talk about, or I will finish up with some advice or some suggestions on how you can avoid the critics and how you can turn the noise down and tune them out a little bit so you're able to focus on what you want to do on the mound or whatever sport you're playing, how you can overcome those critics. So there's also something that I want to mention too. Today, the the critics I'm talking about are external critics. There's always an inner critic, and that's another episode right there. Just the inner critic is always going to be there, and that's you against you. And I've touched on that in a previous episode, but today's episode is about the critics that are external and the critics that are outside yourself. So I'll start off with talking about critics, right? So critics, now with the technology advancements in today's world and the platforms that can reach thousands and millions of people, it's easy to be a critic, especially when you log into Twitter, Instagram. You can look at any comments under any post or any any content that is being made and you can see critics just giving their opinion right everybody has an opinion so these critics think that it's their thoughts are are needed and that for some reason the negative energy that they want to put out is needed in the world i i don't really understand that but you know any mlb post any any professional sport organization post whether it be a home run or some somebody throwing a certain way even if it's not professional if it's a college post or if it's a youth or high school post usually for instance I'll give an example if there's a home run hit you'll see comments that are like damn why did the pitcher throw that I could have thrown that better I could have hit that how did he strike out etc right there's a there's an infinite amount of responses that can be given to every single post or every single content, uh, every single piece of content that's put out there. So the critic, right, I really started to think about this and wrote this down because when we were playing USF, stands are a little bit more full, right? We're the away team. So everyone is rooting for USF and that's great. I love sports fans and I love the energy that they bring to the game. You cannot have a sports environment and have a good atmosphere without the vibe and the energy that every single sports fan brings. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to root for your team. I'm not saying that it's wrong to be ecstatic when you're, when your team scores. I'm just saying from an athlete's perspective, there's no reason to hate on the other team. And one of the things that we talk about as a team in Northeastern is you stay on us. So you cheer for your team and you bring that energy to your team, but you're not in the other team's face when they fail and you're not going after them. You're staying on the people that you've 
supported the people that have supported you and the people that you've worked with the whole year to get to where you are. So I think about that. When I think about sports fans, I think about the same tendencies and the same values and beliefs. When I'm watching my favorite team, if it's the Red Sox, I definitely want to cheer on the Red Sox and be pumped up and give them my energy. But there's no reason to put down another team or another player just because they did something wrong or they made a mistake. I don't find any value in bringing negative energy and and I don't I think that karma will will come around and and give the other team a little bit of added boost. So again going back to the USF thing, right? When they're in the stands, right? We're in the stands. There's <laughs> I don't know if he's 40 or not, but there's some 35-year-old dude that just paid to get into USF baseball game. And he's standing there yelling at 18 to 20, 22-year-olds. Like, he's just yelling every time they strike out at our team. Every time we let up a run, yelling at our team. Like, how is that fun? Like, how is it fun for you to go to a game and scream at 18-year-old dudes that are doing what you probably dreamed of doing? You know, all these critics out there, especially if you're in the, the – as you go up the higher levels, the professional levels – if you go to a Red Sox game and you see a bunch of 45-year-old dudes that are overweight and never got to play college baseball screaming at how bad some other team is or some other player is, that's just sad to me because they never got to reach their dreams, maybe because they didn't give it what they had or because they weren't good enough, but because they feel vulnerable and they feel inferior, they feel the need to put out negative energy and and negative vibes, which is it's it, honestly the only thing I can think of is it's sad and don't let that be you. You know, I, I understand the feeling of wanting to be part of something, but you don't need to be negative to be part of uh, that team that you're rooting for. You can have a positive impact and you can bring energy that that's needed. Nobody needs that negative energy. Um, especially, especially if you're, you're an older guy and, you know, you're putting an influence or you're, you're showing younger kids how to act. I have another example. When I was at a Red Sox game last summer, there was probably 15 year olds in the stands in center field yelling at the center fielder. I think it was Nick Gordon for the twins. They were telling him like how bad he was or how, how many times he struck out. And I just think it's funny because like that dude's making millions of dollars and you're sitting in the stands watching him. Like you literally just paid 70 bucks to watch this dude and you want to shit on him. Like you're a coward. You're a loser, bro. That's tough. That's a terrible look. I I can't think of a worse look. So again, just reiterate it. If you, if you're the person that does that, you're a coward. And realistically, would you ever say that thing to somebody's face? Like whether you're saying it from the stands or saying it, on Twitter or saying it on Instagram or whatever platform you want, would you say that to somebody's face? Because realist, because I really don't think you would. Those kids in the Red Sox scenario that I put, when Gordon had a ball and he was looking to throw up into the stands, those guys all of a sudden turned to his fans. Oh, you're the best. Throw it to me. Throw it to me. Like, yeah, right, dude. Like, I just listened to you shit on me for five, five minutes, ten minutes, the whole game, five innings, ten innings, whatever. Why would I, why would I ever throw you that ball? Right. You're just insecure and you're feel like you're inferior to me. So I want to start transitioning to the athlete's perspective of this. Right. 
So if you think about it from, at least from my perspective, you know, and my teammates, we've worked our whole lives to get there. So I'll go back to, I'll I'll try to add to the USF perspective just to put it in a, in a place where you can kind of go along with me. So I've worked my whole life to just get the opportunity to pitch at USF. I I didn't get to pitch. Obviously I was injured there, but we'll, we'll take it from if one of my teammates was out there, right? He's worked his whole life to pitch and he's fulfilling his dreams. Like he's literally been working since he was five years old to get that dream and pitch at USF. And now somebody is out there just because the pitcher is wearing a different jersey or from a different town or got recruited by a different school. Now you have a 35-year-old, whatever, not 35, 18, whatever, critic in the stands hating on him because he's wearing a different jersey. Like that's crazy to me because that same dude is cheering for the same person that has also fulfilled his dreams just because he's in a different jersey. So I kind of understand it, but kind of don't. So as an athlete, you have to deal with that. You have to understand that and understand that these people are are living sad lives, right? It's sad to listen to somebody in the stands. And when people come up to me and ask, like, does that bother you? Does that bother you that somebody's yelling at you or going at your insecurities and going at what you failed at? And before, before I thought about it, I would say, yes, in my younger years, I would say hundred percent, like that's stupid. Like I hate those people. But now when I, when I hear that stuff that they say and I see what they're doing, I feel bad. Like I actually just feel bad that that's how they're living their lives because it it doesn't just stop when they leave the ballpark. They're also living their whole life just like that. So I feel bad and I hope that they can figure it out and maybe think of different things to use their energy on more wisely. But one last thing I wanted to touch on is, you know, the, the fuel, right? I used to use that doubt or that hate as fuel and it, it worked, but I didn't feel as propelled and purposeful with it. Now I try to use the people who supported me as fuel, right? I, I let, I just let it be. I let the haters be and I try not to react, right? That's what they want. They want to throw you off the game. They they want to throw you off your game. They're only saying it because they think they can get in your head and it makes them feel part of the game. And sometimes if you let it in and you let that noise get to you, it will impact the game and that's exactly what they want. So again, use the fuel, the the positive fuel the people who supported you and do it for those people the people that believe in you not for the people that are criticizing you and trying to get you off your game another thing is this one's a hard one for me but when people are in the stands right and they're they're hating on you that same person is going to come up to you if you have a good game and say oh can you sign this can you sign this like i've seen it multiple times to me go ahead and and sign that ball, right? That's fine. But understand, I guess this is deeper connection and meaning, but understand that the people who are, who are with you when you're down are the people who are going to be with you when you're up going back to the people who supported you stay with them because those people that are with you when you're down and not experiencing success will be there when you have success. But those people that hate on you and then all of a sudden you have success and, and they're asking for all these things, 
those people aren't going to be there when the failures come. They're only going to be there for the success and for the clout. So I think that's an important thing to understand and recognize in your life today. Right. And, and I'll finish up with telling you to not be that guy. I used to be that guy in, in the stands. Sorry. I didn't really, really, uh, put those concepts together. Well, but or transition those concepts well. But I used to be that guy in the stands, right? I used to shit on people, especially in high school. Like I thought that was part of it. But don't be that guy. Um, take take responsibility and and use your energy in a positive way to help your team or the team that you're rooting for, right? The, the, and if you're out there as an athlete, just know that the credit belongs to you, especially especially when you are the one in the game. Like you're out there busting your balls again. That's what this whole podcast is about. The man in the arena being the person that's actually doing the thing, not the one who is critiquing and finding where you're making mistakes, right? That's literally the man in the arena quote. If you need a refresher on that, definitely go listen to the, or read the man in the arena quote by Theodore Roosevelt. So before I leave, just two quick um, things to bring to your attention that aren't as related to the, the critic, but um, it had similar meaning to me. So I just wanted to bring it up for anybody who, especially the younger baseball players or athletes that are thinking about this type of energy and this, this type of ownership. So it's not the umps fault. Right? I think it's easy to blame the umps and you can definitely um, – find ways to make excuses on why things aren't going well, but it's not the umps fault. It's all on you. If you blame umps, you definitely are not taking ownership in your own life outside of baseball, right? Everything else again is relating to the you versus you. It's not external. The the critics, the umps, whatever you want to, whatever else you want to call them, it's not up to them. It's up to you. So if you didn't make that pitch, and he gave it a ball or he gave it a strike, get the next one. Like the game is not going to come down to the umpire's decision. You are going to be the one who decides who wins the game. So take ownership and allow yourself to be that person in the arena. Turn down that noise. Sorry that that got a little bit out of hand and a little bit jumbled, but that's how my thoughts go. And I don't want to make this thing any less genuine by trying to edit it out and trying to make this perfect. So thank you guys for listening. See you next episode.